Welcome to SageCast, the podcast of Pomona College from the studios of KSBC. I'm Patty Bell. And I'm Mark Wood. This season on SageCast, we'll be talking to current and former Pomona faculty about the personal, professional, and intellectual journeys that have brought them to where they are today. Today, we're delighted to talk to Joanne Ferguson, Associate Professor of Physical Education and Women's Softball Coach here at Pomona College. Welcome, Joanne. Great. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you with us. Thank you. Uh, so let's start with um, your own athletic career. How old were you when you started playing softball? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> pretty young. Uh, I, I grew up um, in a house. My, my father played men's fast pitch softball growing up. So he was a huge influence in my life. And he had two daughters. So um, so my sister and I both grew up, you know, throwing the ball with my dad. I think my first organized team that I played on was in third grade. Mm-hmm. So um, so I played my whole life, played in high school, played in college. And um, it's pretty cool that I have the opportunity to coach for a living, coach the sport that I've played my whole life. Mm-hmm. And you played, you mentioned you played in college. Can you tell us a little yeah. about where you went? How was, how was your uh, college athletic career? Like? Sure. Well, it was a long time ago. So I played <laughs> at a school in Pennsylvania called Shippensburg University. It's mm-hmm. a, a NCAA Division II school. And I was a catcher and a first baseman and um, just loved my experience with my my fellow student athletes, uh, loved the balance of academics and athletics. And um, I didn't know that I was going to get into coaching, but I just loved being around people. I was a psychology major and just interested in really helping people. And I loved sports. So I went to graduate school in sports psychology to kind of put those two passions together and mm-hmm. um, helping people and helping to, you know, real passion of mine is bringing groups of people together. Yeah. So um, tell us a little more about sports psychology. Um, you know, why did you become interested in that? And uh, have, how does that feed into how you work as a coach? Sure. Well, um, like I said, I was always really interested in psychology and helping people and um, just loved sports and the sport of softball. Uh, I think when I first went into sports psychology, I thought that I would perhaps be working one on one with athletes to help them with their athletic performance. Mm-hmm. Um, the more I learned about it and the more that I, I started coaching myself, then my interest changed to uh, leadership within coaching. So my sports psychology interest was always in leadership development and with coaching. So um, it kind of shifted as I learned more about how much I loved being around uh, athletes and helping them. Uh, But at first, I really thought I would, I would, um, you know, be working one on one with with a professional athlete and help them, you know, help them achieve greatness. And the more I just got into coaching softball, I I switched my interest into into coaching and leadership styles and behaviors and helping the athletes, uh, you know, be their best selves. Mm-hmm. So when did you start coaching? You said you didn't have plans to coach right. at the beginning. No, I, I in graduate school, like I said, I thought that I was going to be working with a professional athlete. You know, that's what everybody thinks of when they go into sports psychology. I I volunteered to help out with the softball team. So that this was at the University of Virginia, NCAA Division I program, and started working with them and just fell in love with being around a team. Mm-hmm. Again, I had taken a year off of softball after college and missed it and 
one day I just went to a game. I started to know the, the coaches. I said, you know, hey, if you guys need any help, be interested in coming back and helping out. And that's how my coaching career started. So I think this is year 23 in college coaching, uh, my 14th year at Pomona, and just still really thankful for the opportunity to work in athletics as a career. So um, college athletics, especially at a place like Pomona, there are dual demands on the athletes. They're, they're students first. Right. And then athletes. Um, why, how does that um, uh, play into how you work as a coach and um, and your your understanding of sports psychology, for that matter? Sure. Well, I think one of the benefits um, of working at a place at Pomona is as as faculty, we get to do other things as well. So, yes, we are around our teams a good chunk of the week, but we are teaching physical education classes. We are, as coaches, are serving on faculty committees. We're involved in, in a more holistic approach to the community. So we know uh, what it takes to be, to be an active participant in the community. And then that helps us, I think, uh, also understand how the student athletes have, have these, uh, definitely a holistic approach to, to being a college student athlete. Yeah, so I, I think that it just working at a place like Pomona helps me to understand the balance of their academics, of course, are why they're here. And it's really important. Uh, they also want to be the best of the best on the field. They want to have time to do other things outside of being a student athlete as well. So our jobs are like that. And that helps provide perspective mm -hmm. to what I expect of the student athletes. Joanne, under your leadership, the softball team has reached um, great athletic heights, but not only athletic heights, but also consistently ranked nationally for high GPAs. Yes. Um, how do you teach your players or how do you emphasize that importance of balancing both the oh, academic and Well, luckily, and the I don't have to teach them anything about <laughs> their GPAs. I mean, mm -hmm. they are, you know, I always set a team goal GPA of a 3.2, but uh, I don't think we've ever gone under that as a program. Mm -hmm. uh, we're just really lucky. I'm very lucky to have student athletes who are, who are highly dedicated in the classroom and dedicated on the field. Um, so it's something that we talk about, that it's an, it's important that they be the best in the classroom, be the best on the field. And I'm just really lucky that we get such um, driven student athletes at Pomona and at Pitzer. Yeah. So you said you've been here how many years I now? think this is 14. 14? I yeah. believe so. Um, so how has the program evolved over those years? Yeah. Uh, it's changed quite a bit. Um, when I first got here, it was um, it was struggling a little bit, and uh, we had a, a core group of of athletes on the team who were ready to make some really positive changes mm -hmm. and ready to to work hard and bring in new coaching staff. And so I was very lucky that they had that excitement when I came into the program. Uh, we were quickly able to transform the team and made it to the conference tournament in the second year that I was here. And um, of course, we've had some ups and downs, you know, over the years, but um, but it's certainly a team effort. You know, the student athletes put in the work, the, the coaches I surround myself with put in the work to help. Um, so it's it's really getting a, a universal commitment to where we're going each season and just been been very lucky that good group of student athletes good group of coaches to surround myself with to to help us be our best but but last year we did have record-breaking season we won 31 games um 
And at one point we were ranked 11th in the nation, which is pretty nice. unheard of. So I don't know what the ranking was 14 years ago, but it was maybe <laughs> in the 400s. Uh -huh. So, so things are, mm -hmm. things are certainly looking up and, um, uh, it's, it's good to, to see the numerical improvements, but it's also just great to see the health of the program, that the student athletes enjoy their experience, that they enjoy, embrace the challenges. Um, of course, we want to win on the field, but, um, but we want to do it the right way, too. So I'm sure great. some of that is, is recruiting. What is recruiting like in a, yeah. in a place like Pomona? Yeah, well, you certainly have to look at academics first. So when, um, when I'm out recruiting at softball tournaments or when we're hosting camps on campus, uh, of course, we'd love to just be able to pick out student athletes based on talent and position. Um, and we can we can a little bit, but they do have to to meet our standards academically at both colleges. So so where some coaches look at me over the summer and they say, how do you do it? You know, it's a um, it's a shorter list is, is the way that I look at it. You know, I'm not recruiting hundreds and hundreds of student athletes. We're really being specific to to who who can get into these colleges. And then also, you know, who do we want in in the program um, position wise? And then also just somebody who's going to buy into our culture on the team as well. John, you, um, you didn't have plans at the beginning to be a coach and then the right. happenstance at University of Virginia uh, yep. got you into this path. What are what is your favorite part of coaching and what's the most challenging for you? Oh, I definitely think the the favorite my favorite part is um, you know working as a team and the student athletes. So bringing a group of people together to achieve things that we didn't even know we could do. Mm -hmm. Like that's really cool and that's that's new and fresh every year depending on who's on the team. Um, I think some of the challenges are when things don't go your way, right? At either coaching or the student athletes, things don't go their way or, you know, having a rough season, you know, being able to to bounce back from that and, and teaching the student athletes that because we're all, myself included, just very highly perfectionist people and just want to do our best job and our best work and everything mm -hmm. that we're doing. So teaching them those life skills is something that's that I'm really passionate about. Um, but, you know, I think the best thing is being around the student athletes, just really highly dedicated women, um, all committed to a common goal and a common purpose. That's a lot of fun. And I think the, the challenge is that things don't always go our way. Yeah. Speaking of challenges, um, you are in the in, in athletic, the athletic world, the rather unusual position of, of coaching a team that's melded from two different student bodies that that's, right. that's two different colleges that are that pulled together for one team are there challenges that grow out of that uh, for you for the students um I you know I think that we it depends on each year depending on how many students we have at Pomona at Pitzer we're pretty close to split on the softball team um, I, I think the biggest challenge is the location of the softball field in terms of Pitzer that yeah. you know it is very far away from Pitzer College but uh, in terms of how that works in the program there's there's no challenge it really mm -hmm. it really is a wonderful group doesn't matter if if Pitzer is where you go or Pomona, you know, we are one program. We are Sage Hen Softball. And um, 
you know, they're committed to each other. It doesn't matter to me and it doesn't matter to the student athletes, which college they go to. It's just some of them drive down to the softball field (laughs) 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 or scooter or, or, you know, ride bikes. Exactly. Because it's farther away. Yeah. 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 What does your uh, season look like? Tell us a little bit about how much practice and travel and how far you guys travel for somebody who wouldn't be familiar with Skyac and our conference and and the, the colleges and universities that you compete against. Sure. So we practice or train just about, you know, five or six days a week. Um, This year, I I am giving them Wednesday afternoons off to be able to stack their classes, uh, meet with professors, meet with advisors, just kind of give them that refresh day midweek. But we basically practice or play six days a week. And, um, and we practice in the afternoon. So anywhere from about three o'clock until it gets dark, we don't have lights on the field. So anywhere from three to about five thirty, and, um, and then our games are on the weekends. So I think it's a great balance for the high academic student athlete where they're not missing class during the week for games. Um, so we do have Friday games and Saturday games, but, but I really try to avoid the midweek game. Um, we do play 40 games. That's the maximum for NCAA division three. And we stay pretty local. Uh, the farthest conference game that we have to travel to is to Cal Lutheran, and that's about an hour and 20 minutes away. So um, so I think it's a really good, healthy balance for that high academic student athlete where we're not getting back in the middle of the night and then they have to go to class, you know, 8 a.m. class the next day. Um, but we basically, you know, our season starts January 13th and it goes through uh, the first week of May, our season. So when we were talking about your your past, we skipped over from college to coming to Pomona, but you also worked at um, in Division One for Correct. a while. Yep. Um, can you give us a little bit of a comparison of what's it like? What's the different? What are the differences working in Division One, working in Division sure. Three? Yeah. Well, my first head coaching job was at Kenyon College in Ohio, so that's a high academic Division Three school, mm-hmm. um, and I was there for four years. I had a great experience. A lot of wonderful memories. It was like my first head coaching job. And then I thought I might want to taste Division One a little bit. So I went to George Washington University. Again, had, a, had an amazing experience, really enjoyed my job there. Um, when this position came up, I thought about, you know, I was kind of like 30 years old, 31 years old, trying to figure out, uh, you know, do I want to have a family? You know, you're starting to think about those things. And um, at Division One, I, I was with my athletes, you know, four hours every single day. And you're just, you know, all in softball all of the time. And so I wanted to it seemed like a great opportunity to to kind of just reevaluate my personal values and mm-hmm. coaching and have mm-hmm. have a little bit more balanced approach to my career. So I took this awesome opportunity. And, and now it's great because, you know, I have a family. I have a good balance. I teach classes. I, I coach softball. And then I also am just involved in the community as well. So it's it's a lot. It's a little bit more balanced. And, um, you know, for me. The recruiting aspect at Division One, uh, you know, I personally struggled with with players giving them money. Like I personally, it was, uh, you mm-hmm. know, you're giving scholarships. And that was something that um, to me, uh, this person getting X amount of money and this person getting X amount of money was just something that, um, you know, I wanted yeah, to go back to. 
Division three where, you know, the student athletes play for the love of the game and well, the love of the sport. I, I guess you also have to deal with taking away a scholarship occasionally. I, I mean, at least you read about that with right. Division one. And that's got to mm -hmm. be tough. It's got to be hard. I never had to do that. So yeah. that was that's good. But, you know, it changes. It does change the coaching dynamic. You know, I yeah. had to pull back a lot more in terms of, um, you know, your relationship with the student athletes because because money is involved. Mm -hmm. So to me, it, you yeah. know, this is the coming here to Pomona has been a wonderful experience where I can get back to students who really play for the love of the game, play for the joy of the game. And they're here because they want to be here. Yeah. yeah. Um, going back to, well, it, it could be either Division One, Division Three, but you know, athletics is an important part um, of um, students' experience. Why do you think it's so important to an undergraduate experience yeah, for an absolutely. athlete? Absolutely, I think sports teaches you so much about your life. You know, a lot of life lessons teaches you a lot about yourself as well. Um, I think competition, healthy competition, is good because it helps you be your best self. So if you don't have any competition around you, you're just kind of going throughout your day and not really seeing, can I be the best that I can be? Where you go out onto the field, you're playing against a rival or a really good competition, and you can achieve things that, that maybe you didn't even think you could do because that person next to you is pushing you to be your best self every single day. Um, I think it teaches you how to handle victory with grace and defeat with grace mm -hmm. and um, how to show up every day. That's something that's really important. And these lessons can help these students with the rest of their life as well. So we're all going to get knocked down. We're all going to, we're all going to have great days and it kind of helps them to, I hope it helps, helps them to never get too high, never get too low, um, appreciate the wins, appreciate the losses because they're teaching us how to be our best selves every day. So changing subjects, um, you've also done <clears throat> some work with We Coach. Correct. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, we Coach is uh, is a premier nonprofit organization who's dedicated to attracting uh, women in coaching, supporting women in coaching, and retaining women in coaching. So that's really important to me. So I'd like to hire women on my staff. Um, I always tell the student athletes, you know, when when you all are coaches, <laughs> to kind of throw it out there, and. Um, and it's just important to me to to keep women in the game, to have the student athletes, female student athletes have women role models. And um, so I've done some regional workshops for them. I did a video chat for moms who coach. I think once you become a mom, you have it, you can as where, moms. Where can I sign up? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, as moms, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and there's, you know, all this social media about moms doing all these great things. I, you know, I made my son's baby food with all organic food. You know, you're just trying to be the best person you well, can soccer be. Soccer moms have become a whole demographic to themselves right. now in, the, in America. Right. <laughs> so I want to, you know, philanthropically give back to to moms who coach and support them in the process um, because we just think that we can handle it all and we don't ask for help. And I think when you Sometimes it can get to the point where you really need some help to just balance being the best at home and being the best at, at your job and your career as well. So mm -hmm. so that's been a passion of mine is is working with We Coach and um, through a mentorship program and helping to mentor young uh, female coaches and keep women in the game. 
Where did that interest spark from? You mentioned that um, your dad had some um, uh, had to yeah. do with some of your roots into yep. into sports, and 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 do you use some of that when you're talking to prospective parents? Did, did some of that um, come some of that come through? I don't know. I don't usually bring up my dad, but but he's <laughs> been you know just a huge a major influence in mm-hmm. my life. So mm-hmm. he, you know, growing up. Uh, in the fall, I remember when I was in elementary school, the options for for girls were, f- you know, football or cheerleading. So it was basically cheerleading. And I did do that for one year and there's pictures somewhere. But <laughs> but my my dad, um, my dad wanted to give girls the same opportunities that boys had. He had two daughters. And um, so I started playing softball. He started a, a women's fast pitch league in my hometown, nice. did it out of the goodness of his heart. He just had a passion for the sport. And that really inspired me to want to give back as well. So, um, you know, he passed away, but I'm able to like live every day through his, you know, care, his values live through me that I can then give to the student athletes and students that I work with. For sure. Yeah. You said part of the, the balance of your life here is being able to teach as yep. well as, as coach. Um, you're teaching a physical education course called Plogging. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> yeah, sure. So it, it started in Sweden. It's called Plogging, and it is literally picking up trash while jogging. So so it's it's a <laughs> lot of fun. I I think it's it's purposeful jogging and it's kind of like a treasure hunt while you're jogging and mm-hmm. I think it takes your mind off of the jogging as well and you feel like you're giving back <laughs> you know, to the earth yeah. in some way uh-huh. so so that's a new class that I've started and um, it's been a lot of fun um, but each semester it's it's fun to see what I'm going to teach so mm-hmm. I've taught you know regular jogging taught uh, aerobic exercise, beginning tennis, cardio weight training, mm. playground games. Um, it really, it's been fun to teach a wide variety of courses and also meet a wide variety of students at the colleges. It's a lot of fun. But you should try plogging. <laughs> we're going to get <laughs> shirts that yeah. say like, you, you know, we're plogging. And then it has like the stick figure and then the trash can and the recycle. <laughs> and then join us on the back. So we use plant-based bags. And, mm-hmm. um, and and I hope we're making a difference because people in Claremont have seen us. And okay. they say, yeah. oh, there are those people. Look what they're doing. And um, so it, it's been a lot of fun. I they're hope enjoying it, picking I hope up trash so much that they're running. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> It's fun. I ho- we hope to get three bags every time we go out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that, you know, we're, we're in season. Yeah. How's it going? How's the 2020 yeah. season going? It's going really well. We just started our season. Uh, so we have high hopes for this program and what we can do this year. Of mm-hmm. course, we always want to be at the top of the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're only a few games in and conference play does not start for two weeks. So okay. we're still training, playing some non-conference competition this weekend. Um but but the team is working really, really hard. Um, I'm just really excited about what the program can do. I started introducing them to a little sports life coaching this year. I think they I think they really enjoy that to help them, um, you know, develop some tools to help them be their best selves throughout the season. So that's been really fun. And how do you do that? How do you go about that type of coaching? Uh, I got certified in sports life coaching. So I took a course this summer and it's basically like life coaching using the, the, the framework and the fundamentals of sport. Mm -hmm. So, um, we work in 
time, energy, and emotional management to help people mm -hmm. be their best selves. And then we work with in the professional realm, in your personal realm, and then also in your philanthropic dimension as well. So, um, so I created a little playbook for the student athletes, and then we yes. go through worksheets where they can, um, I hope, they can, uh, you know, handle handle the ups and downs of the season, get them anchored in what's important to them, create uh, their own definition of success for them, their own definition of significance, mm -hmm. and just hopefully this will help them in their life, not just in the season. Yeah, and I'm going to teach a class too. I just need to get that organized. Designed a course. <laughs> correct, correct. So what is um, a, a normal practice like? How much time do your athletes devote to, to the sport as opposed to other things? Sure. Uh, we usually get to the field around 3 o'clock. So pitchers and catchers will, will throw before the team gets there. And we offer what we call early practice before practice. So team training starts at 4. The coaches are there at 3 o'clock. For anybody who wants more individual attention, um, who wants more batting practice, they can come during that early practice time. And then the team session is between 4 and dark. So 4 and 5.30. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so each week is a little bit different, but we might have one day of uh, batting practice, one day of little little batting, a little defense. Maybe we have a full defense day. Um, it just kind of depends on what we're doing. But mm -hmm. basically from four to dark and working on softball skills. Yeah. And then they go home and do homework. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Well, they eat first, the softball eat first, teams. Yes. <laughs> Eating is important. Very important. Eating is important. How big is the team? And because you, you yeah. obviously you have different positions and you have different like schedules for right. for somebody can come early if they want practice Correct. specific. Yeah. We have specific twenty school. athletes on the team, wow. so okay. uh, coordinating their schedules and getting everybody to the field mm -hmm. at the same time can be challenging. Mm -hmm. uh, which is another reason that I chose to give them Wednesday afternoons off so that they can load up, maybe take take an extra lab on a Wednesday afternoon. Mm -hmm. um, but there are some days where we take them in groups. So tomorrow, for example, we'll take half of the team for batting practice and an early session. And then the second half comes later so that it's just better for their academic schedule. And then they get more individual attention. So the coaches are there during both of those sessions. But gotcha. but we try to flex around their academic demands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, how has the culture around women in sports changed through your career as a, an athlete and as a coach? Well, it's really fun to watch, uh, specifically for softball. The number of softball games that are televised mm. is mm -hmm. a lot of fun. So it's recorded on my on my DVR. And it's just fun to see all these uh, and it's, of course, the, the major division ones, but also some of the mid-majors are now mm -hmm. are now getting on television. So that's been really fun to watch. And I have a son. I only have one child, but he watches college softball with me. So so mm -hmm. I think I think it's amazing. I think it's great for for the student athletes. It's wonderful for the young women who are growing up playing the sport mm -hmm. to be able to mm -hmm. to watch that. So, you know, we're still have ways to go, but we're still we're starting to televise women's athletics and um and I think it's awesome to watch. What are some of the things that you learned from your students, from your athletes? Um, I learned uh, they help me keep things light. You know, mm -hmm. they they have a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So uh, so that was, you know, over the years of coaching, sometimes the, the winning or the pressure that we put on ourselves as coaches can kind of get in the way of the joy of the experience. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, 
just the athletes, just watching them have a great time at practice reminds me to have fun. That's why we're out here. And um, yeah, I mean, they've taught me, you know, some younger vocabulary, <laughs> some songs that I really, that I now, when I'm jogging, I listen to their playlist. You're plogging. Right. When I'm plogging or jogging, yeah. I listen to their playlist. So, you know, um, but, but the biggest thing is, is just watching them love, love what they do. Mm-hmm. It just helps remind me that it's, it's so much more than just a game that, you know, this experience, I hope for them can be, can be joyful and transformational in their four years that they're here. Yeah. So your season has just gotten off to a start, right? Um, So how can listeners follow the team? Yeah, good question. So they can go to sagehens.com to get uh, our schedule. And then we also have a free app for your phone. And um, they can download that app. And uh, you can click on the schedule. You can watch the live video from that app as well. And... um, you know, hopefully they, you people can watch us play. It's a lot. Yeah. The team's a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. they don't always pan over to the dugout, but the dugout <laughs> is, is a lot of fun. You know, we have a fun box where they wear crazy hats and glasses and they have a blast in the dugout. So um, it's really fun to come down and support the team and come watch. Yeah. So on that note, uh, we're going to wrap this up. Um, our thanks to women's softball coach, Joan Ferguson. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, John.